Previously on the Omen Podcast... Oh, hi there! I'm Gumbo! Welcome to Gumbo Land! Kill it! Kill it! I shoot it! I'm your friend, Gum Gum Gumbo the Clown! And I'm gonna kill you! This is my revenge. <laughs> this is this is God's revenge. God's terrible clown-driven revenge. The dice have spoken. I didn't realize Sean took such pleasures in combat. <laughs> you should have known who Neo was, shouldn't you? <laughs> roots! Roots! Turn them into roots! I reach into my pockets while I'm being strangled. <laughs> Finally, we got to the root of the problem! You turn the clown into a tiny root that is in the shape of a clown. The three of you are standing in a clownless theme park. What will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode of Omen. recap okay the recap all right in the style of star wars i believe it was going to be and um, i just need to remember what it's like specifically clone wars specifically clone wars honestly like he's got a, quite a big boomy voice in the galactic civilization today a small town in louisiana a vampire queen and her hive lurk somewhere within our team visit a nearby theme park and have their asses headed to them by possessed robot clowns bravery valor unity our team have none of these things <laughs> now free from the robot menace the team must figure out what to do next Find out what happens in this episode of The Clone War. No, Omen. That's the one that we are in now. Yay! Cool. I'm on board with this. Yeah? It sounds more exciting. <laughs> I would like to mention that uh, Smedley's here with us, so technically it's four people investigating. This is true. Because he's true. a person too. We do keep forgetting Smedley. He's just sitting in the house right now. <laughs> just staring at the gory hole? Yeah, staring at the gory hole, just sort of been like, hmm tempting (laughs) (laughs) nope nope thanks nope he's been there all day he's so bored (laughs) why don't why don't we try bringing him with us more often oh wait because he's doesn't wear clothes proper he doesn't right so we got the curse of the bayou which is half cure of the bayou now it's been destroyed. Um, the the curse of the bayou is now a um, ho- like part hospital, pseudo hospital. Doctor Martin brought in from another dimension somewhere a hospital. A hospital inside a theme park for when you get injured inside the theme park. Yeah, I, I desperately wonder what's happened in the other dimension where the, <laughs> the hospital disappeared and was replaced by a fairground. <laughs> These poor people sitting in their beds are suddenly sitting inside like the chassis of like cars that drive around this like scary like hotel mm, thing. Bad surgeries happen there probably. Uh, so you are all standing in the Gumbo Land sort of like lot. You're sort of like in the middle between the Curse of the Dark Bayou and the theme park is directly in front of you. 
uh, and there's like a couple of rides around you. Beneath your feet are the destroyed remains of these robot clowns, uh, and the one in Dr. Martin's hand is a root, because he turned it into a root, because he's got that power. He has something that breaks. A root? What do I turn it into a root from? A robot. A robot. Right, right. right. And you turn... You turn it from a clown robot into a clown root, so it's a root in the shape of a clown, which is fine, I guess. That's perfect. <laughs> How are you all feeling health-wise? You're not. You're, you're you're looking a little bit rough around the edges. I got beaten up by um, very many clowns. I'm still at thirty health, mate. Yeah, you're all right. You're 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 a pinnacle. You're a mountain. You're six foot four and full of muscle. Is that canon? I'm six foot four and full of muscle. Yeah, just like the um, song from the Man- Land Out and Under, the the Men at Work. On a scale from zero to twenty-two. Yes, I'm at a at about a thirteen. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting choice of words. <laughs> How about you, Annabelle? How are you feeling on a scale of one to however many health points you have? I'm on a scale of one to not great. Uh, I'm close to not great. Okay. I'm really hoping that that cure of the dark bayou has got something useful. Sounds like we're going to do some traditional Australian pill raiding. (laughs) Do you want to go and search the dark bayou to see if you can find anything useful? Yes, please. First, I want to know... From your perspective, what you think is happening around us so that we don't like walk into the water and find that there's water clowns for some godforsaken reason. There's no water clowns. I'm still pretty happy with you guys right now, so there's not going to be any water clowns. <laughs> Everything's cool right now. Could you roll observation and we'll see what you find inside the uh, the ruins? It's a 12. I got a 15. I, I-, I got a 13. Ah, so you're all reasonably mediocre today. <laughs> <laughs> You all um, look through the Curse of the Dark Bayou and you find a couple of useful items. So you find yourselves some shots of morphine. Uh, You've got two shots of morphine, which should stay off the damage until Smedley can look after you. If you do take them, I'm going to make you roll for luck, for reasons. Uh They're not haunted morphine, are they? Haunted by the ghosts of all the addicted uh, veterans of war who have used them in the past. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll work that out when, 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 whether or not you fail the role. <laughs> morphine, like, it's not just, like, needles full of morphine. It's one of the pill bottles that you stick the needle in and then you suck the morphine out, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 find, two, you find two of them and you find a syringe. Cool. The rest of the building has been warped out of shape. So anything that might have been like around this building that could have been useful in terms of a clue or anything that would help progress the storyline has been warped out of shape. I have no idea how this happened. This is devastating. Well done, Martin. <laughs> it's, well, it's a good thing that my character doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, none of you know that. But I'm going to say that that is a thing that happened. <laughs> You're all now standing in this this ruins in the middle of this theme park. Uh, you've got this morphine. Do any of you want to use that morphine to just like top your health up for a bit? Not after you told us we got to roll for luck. And morphine sounds less like a health pack and more like I'm just going to do drugs. Yeah. If, if any of us is eligible to become a drug addict, I'm thinking that it would be Martin. You think Martin would be a drug addict? I'd absolutely think that he's just in between scenes where he is appearing like he's just snorting a line of cocaine. Martin's not a drug addict. He can stop whatever he wants. I could imagine it, though. I mean, we could all imagine every character here being a horrendous drug addict, except maybe Annabelle. I would not imagine Annabelle 
defiling her nostrils with anything that is not sweet tea. This is true. No, Annabelle's like a pure being. Sweet tea and Jesus. <laughs> now that's a good name for a drug. Yes. Uh, now that's addictive, yeah. Jesus is addictive. Well, sweet tea, I mean, but sure. <laughs> do you want to progress forward towards the uh, roller coaster, or do you want to sort of leave the theme park? It's up to you guys. I mean, you can see the map around you. Do you guys remember why we went to the theme park specifically? Because Koala said so? We were just hoping to run into vampires? Yeah, so you're currently trying to find any evidence for these vampires, trying to work out who is a vampire and who isn't in this town. About what time of day is it right now? Uh, I would say you're getting towards like about four o'clock-ish. Four o'clock in the morning or the evening? In the evening. Um, it's still bright. It's still light out, but it's uh, getting there. There's a festival going on in town uh, that you guys used to sort of avoid prying eyes whilst you were here. Like everyone's at the market square at the minute. So you do have sort of free reign of the town for the time being. There's definitely something fucking going on with Cumberland. <laughs> you know, what with the uh, possessed, haunted, dull clown robots? Yes, for sure. So we should probably, you know, find out what that's all about, at least. Do you want to move forwards into the towards the gator then, or...? What do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, the roller coaster? Mm-hmm. You walk towards the roller coaster. Could you all please roll for focus? Got a tan. I got a critical fail. <laughs> I, got a, I got a natural 20. Koala walks forwards and he feels something weird. Where is he feeling it? Because as we know, there are various weird things happening with his body that he has to take medication to manage not in his groin he feels it on the back of his neck he feels the hairs on his back of his neck perk up oh my danger sense your danger sense yeah you stop right in your tracks as you're walking towards the gator and you, you just you just you just feel something's wrong martin however walks straight forward i want you to roll for focus again please martin uh, okay and this would depend I... on how you're critical <laughs> <laughs> I got another critical fail. <laughs> All right then. All right, there we go. Oh no! All right, Martin. Uh, could you roll one d six, please? It was nice knowing you guys. Okay, one d six. It's a three. Okay, so as you walk forwards, you hit an invisible barrier, uh, and this barrier is so full of magical energy it sends you flying backwards. And you lose three health. Ouch. So can you describe this barrier in a bit more detail? So when you hit the barrier, you see it sort of radiate out. And you can see it's like a big domed barrier just around like the the area around the gator and the sort of spinny merry-go-round kind of ride nearby. There's just some sort of weird magical barrier there. If you get close enough, you notice that it's very cold. So it's some sort of like endothermic energy going on there. So probably something to do with the realms of the undead as dr martin would realize based on his understanding of the different realms also his understanding of the cold searing pain going through his body oh, oh god yeah he, he's feeling it right now what what happened what's left of his hair is like sticking up it ticked off my danger my danger sense mate you shouldn't have kept walking uh. You know you aren't in the condition to survive several things but there's nothing there did I walk into... Did I hallucinate that? I'm really confused. You didn't take the morphine, so I think you're fine there. So, Annabelle, you definitely saw this magical barrier appear and sort of resonate around the area. All right. Behind the magical barrier, you see another one of those clown robots, like, get up 
and it waves at you. I'll wave back. Hi. You wave back and the clown robot then sort of just stares at you guys blankly. It's not making any noise. At least you can't tell if it's making noise because whatever this barrier is holding behind it, you can't actually hear anything. It's like soundproof. I'm going to throw a rock at the clown. Okay. Uh, could you roll for, um, I guess, I guess shooting's agility? So you roll for agility. 11. Okay, you throw the rock, and the rock hits the shield, and it bounces straight back off of it and lands on the floor. If you'd rolled a critical there, I would have beamed you in the face. So the clown is behind the shield? The clown is behind the shield, yes. All right. Okay, so that's what's happening. It is an impassable barrier. Well, it's a good thing I didn't choose to shoot it with my assault rifle. Or, although I guess it's out of ammo. You've still got your Helsing compendium, so you could try like looking this up and see. Yeah, I'll, I'll look uh, under uh, B for barrier. Uh, could you roll for focus, please? 22. Bloody hell. You flick through your Helsing Compendium and you realize that this is some sort of barrier set up by some form of undead force. It tends to be created when a poltergeist, specifically a poltergeist, has had some sort of traumatic event happen and it's sealed off the area to protect itself. It's a ghost. I knew it. It's a ghost, guys. It's a ghost. I I think something might have gone wrong with this precarious, dangerous... Roller coaster in the middle of Swampland. What, really? I'm not sure, though, but it feels like that could have happened. I mean, planning permission wasn't really followed. <laughs> I'm going to take out my phone, and I'm going to call Smedley. Okay. Um, I'm going to say roll for luck on this one. Good thing I put one ellipse in luck, so that I can roll a mediocre 10. I'm going to say you don't have signal here. Can, can I try to call Smedley? Yeah, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what am I rolling for? Luck, please. I got a six. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. You don't have signal here. I, I'd like to call Smedley now. All right, go for it. <laughs> I got a 14. You don't have signal here. It's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to let him know about the ghost. Well, you could always go back to the house, I guess, and let him know about the like the ghost. Like... Can we just, like, shoot the house from here and, like, he'll get the message? <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can see it from here. Well, it's a massive trick shot, right? Like, if you, what can you bounce it off of in the area to hit the house? I don't know. Well, if I get it through the general store, I think I can hit through the general store and I can get it through the gory hole if it ricochets right. But then you'd be you'd be potentially shooting Smedley. So can we not? Can we not? <laughs> well, that's what Smedley gets for messing with the gory hole. What if we bounce it off of the banshee, which is currently hovering over us? No, the banshee's landed. No. Does the gator have a loop-de-loop in it? It does, yeah. <laughs> so you could shoot the top of the loop-de-loop and bounce it so it hits the top of the house so Smedley has to come out and see what's happening. That's a great idea, except for there's a barrier all the way around the, the gator. This is true. Yes, there is a barrier. Could you bounce it off of the barrier? How high does the barrier go? Do we know? Guys, I don't think the ghost is going to like leave if we just go. It's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. We could just go and tattle Smedley. Does anyone here know American Sign Language? No. I don't think anyone knows American Sign Language. Does anyone know Southern Sign Language? Uh, yes. <laughs> you know Southern Sign Language? Of course I do. Do you think Smedley does? Also, Smedley's British. Why would he know American Sign Language? Exactly. That's why we don't need Smedley. I would say that you are aware that this kind of barrier could only be taken down by very, very powerful magic. Hey, uh, Koala? Yeah. You remember that talk we had when we first got in town? Dimly? The the, the one about righteous fire? 
I, I believe I do remember that. That's pretty powerful magic, right? We can probably... What the hell are you guys talking about? It's fine. I, I feel like that is pretty righteous fire. Um, I feel like I'm being left out. Because we could... We could. I feel like fire versus force field, it's got to work somehow, right? I feel like, depending on the whims of perhaps the god of righteous fire, it could backfire horribly. But then again, backfire has fire in it, so obviously this has to work. Yeah, it's just, it's fighting fire with fire, and then it causes more fire, and... If you spell fire wrong, you can put fire in force, and then it's a force field, and then... <laughs> what? Annabelle, I don't think Koala can spell anyway. Fire force, which is just the amount of force that you put into fire, which is we're going to be putting maximum force into fire, and the, the person and the thing behind the barrier would appreciate that. Do you want to sort of tell it our plans through Southern Sign Language before we do anything drastic? Uh, yes. Um, so I... I wave at the the ball to to get his uh, attention back, and then I do um, finger guns at him. Okay. <laughs> it just finger guns back. And then I I like wiggle my fingers like jazz hands over my head to symbolize fire. Okay. And then I do a little halo and a little Bible like opening the Bible, and then I do that little hand thing that you learn as a child where you look at the steeple. And then you open up the door, and inside are all the people. And then I do the fire again. It scratches its head. It's kind of confused. I assume it's thinking, are you planning on burning down the church? Well, scratching its head, that's that's symbolism in Southern Sign Language. So I think he completely understands us. Right. Yeah. Or it means he is less. I don't... Cousin Jeb was a little bit unclear. So from what you're saying, uh, it wants us to burn down a church to release the barrier. I mean... Any good church is fireproof. Okay, that's a good point. That's true. No, it isn't. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I think you'll find that the coolest churches are uh, not fireproof. Like, have you seen the wooden churches of Norway? Scandinavia has the best monuments, you know. Well, Scandinavia also has the highest rate of atheism, so clearly they don't know what they're doing. Um, Why do they have so many churches if they don't even believe? It doesn't even make sense. Scandinavians are just wasteful. They got no idea what they're doing at all. Well, I mean, I guess they're just sort of leftovers. We don't disregard <laughs> our old history, but like... You don't know what to do with the church, and you don't use your leftovers. This is all going against the southern spirit. I don't know how to have a conversation with you, Koala. How do you work? <laughs> Can you all roll for observation, please? Yeah. I got a 21. I'm observing her having a 21 with my 13. <laughs> How about you, Martin? I got a 17. I am very observant. The three of you are staring at this barrier, and then behind you, you hear the sound of rubble sort of shaking a little bit. You hear like the sound of rubble being displaced. And you turn around, and you see a man who looks kind of like Guy Fieri. <laughs> and I start giggling because I remember what his name is. Oh yeah, you do. And he was standing near the Curse of the Dark Bayou. Is he connected to ghosts? Because then he'd be Geist Fieri. Geist Fieri. <laughs> oh my god. You see him, he sees you, and then he runs off out of the theme park towards the graveyard and church. I feel like most times that people run away from me, I've had very good luck from chasing them. Yeah, I was going to say, should we chase him? Now, that don't make much sense, because the last time I invited him to church, he weren't here for it, and I was a little bit upset at him. So clearly, 
he's come to Jesus, and we should let him go. What? What? What day of the week is it? Uh, today in your game world, it is. It's Friday because that's the day the podcast comes out. So it's always Friday. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's perpetual Friday. It's perpetual Friday. No, that don't make a lick of sense. It doesn't make sense. It's weird. Why would he do that? Why would he go to church on a Friday? <gasps> He must be going to Bible study. Who is the person we're talking about? It's Peyton Steele. Have I met him? He's the guy who looks like Neo. Oh, oh, him. Yes. Yeah, uh, Neo. But wait, what? What? what who's Neo? Wait, no, no, he looks like Guy Fieri. He's dressed like um that guy from that one movie. I don't remember what it's called. Um, oh no. I think it had a dog in it, and then the dog was gone, and there was a bunch of Russians. There was a spoon. And then there was, there was Bobby Yeager. I think it was Ratatouille. And, it was Ratatouille. Oh my, I, no, you're, you're completely off track. I don't, like, now I'm hungry. Do you wish to pursue? Yeah, sure. So, so we're just leaving the thing. Can you sign to it that we'll be back? I don't know how I do it, but I, I Terminator do hand signals. You do that sort of awkward sort of... I'm going to be back kind of hand signals that you do to someone across from like in a nightclub, but you don't necessarily know how to do it, but they sort of get it. And then you never intend to really go back to the person in the nightclub. It's a special kind of finger gun. Neither I nor Annabelle have been to a nightclub, so I just finger gun at it. Oh, and it finger guns back. And (laughs) I'm assuming it does. It knows what you're talking about. The three of you run out of the theme park and you pursue. He is running down the path directly towards the church from the uh, car park area. Do you want to pursue him down there or do you want to try and cut him off at the graveyard? What do you want to do? I can't imagine he runs very fast looking how he does. I uh, see. He's like, he, like I said, he's, he's like if Guy Fieri and Val Kilmer had a baby. What the hell is Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer from Top Gun. What's Top Gun? Oh, Val Kilmer did not age well. No, he didn't age well. But imagine like him when he was younger, like not before. Like this guy is tef- definitely going to age badly. But right now he's pretty fit. But Val Kilmer is badass. Don't disrespect Val Kilmer. He is running off. So what, what do you guys want to do? I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to steal a bike if I can find one and like chase after him on a bike. Okay, could you roll for luck for me? Next time I'm making a character entirely based on luck because I got a four. Americans don't ride bikes. What are you doing? Americans don't ride bikes and therefore Martin doesn't find a bike in the um, in the uh, car park of the uh, flooded, abandoned theme park. <laughs> and the only way that Americans know how to make bikes is to cut a car in hand. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you run out into the car park and you run down the alleyway towards Peyton, who is now legging it, and he bounds up and over the fence of the graveyard. Wait one cotton-picking minute. Yep. I've got a machete, right? Yep. I held the machete at his leg to, to get him to stop. <laughs> roll for strength. 17. Okay, I'm going to get him to roll for agility. That's an agility of five. Peyton rolls a five. Um, you throw your uh, machete at him. He's going to roll for luck. Let, let me make clear okay. as I say it, my intentions. I just want to talk to you. Throw. <laughs> okay, he rolls a look of ten. Uh, you throw your machete at him and it smacks into his leather jacket and pins him against the wall uh, and he is now struggling to get his jacket off to get himself over the fence like he's sort of half hanging from the fence and his jacket is keeping him there i I feel like this is a good time for annabelle's uh, ability to like trap someone i I imagine you would have a lasso of some sort in your prison purse that's completely stereotyping how dare you i'm so sorry do you have a lasso i left the lasso 
on the ship. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, shoot. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, we got to do this old-fashioned way. Let's. We got to pin him to the ground. You want me to shoot? No. Nah. Shoot what? Where? Get, get him. <laughs> get get him. Let's, let's get him. I throw my assault rifle at him. You're quite far away from him right now. Like, go down the alleyway towards the um, place. Oh, well, so we're pretty far away. We just got to run up and catch him. Just tackle him. Yeah. Disable him. Can you roll for agility? I'm going to see whether or not you catch up with him. I've got a 18. I got a 13. Well... I'm going to say that he is pulling at his jacket and his jacket sort of rips in half and he starts to fall over the wall. Koala, you chase after him and you manage to jump over the wall and into the graveyard. Uh, At this point, the sun is starting to set. It's getting kind of dark. Dr. Martin and Annabelle, you run up to the wall. Do you want to try and tackle the wall as well? Yeah. Okay. Could you both roll fragility again? Annabelle, you get a roll of 22 and you leap over the fence. I don't know how you managed to do it, but you leap with almost like saint-like grace across the fence. I get a four. <laughs> That's mine. You you run up to the fence and, and just you face plant directly into it. Uh, and you have to sort of slowly walk around the outside of the fence and through the gate on the other side of the graveyard. Yes, I've never taken a shortcut before. Koala, could you roll four focus for me, please? I've got a 14 in focus. Lots of good rolls today. I'm happy. You're doing really well, yeah. Actually, Annabelle, could you roll focus as well, please? Oh, uh, 18. Okay. So, Dr. Martin, you come round the corner through the gate and you find Annabelle and also Koala frozen in place in the middle of the graveyard. Oh, dear God. (laughs) And we'll find out what happens to you in the next episode of Omen. I'll see you next time. Bye. The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set. Now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N-Cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there. Hi there. The show you just listened to is a member of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. Head over to necropodicon.com to find tons of other shows you'll love. While you're there, check out the cast and crew profiles and fan art galleries.